34 minutes after the hour, America. It's the first show of the year where I'm talking with Dr. Larry Arn, president of Hillsdale College, about one of the great works in literature, Homer's Iliad. And we haven't really begun the book yet because there are a few more preliminaries. Dr. Arn, we went to break. You were saying, read it aloud. And here's something I think a lot of people may stumble over. We are used to quick things uh, now. We are used to YouTube videos and short stories and uh, edits on television, which are quick. And reading the Iliad and many of the other books we're going to be talking about in this these segments each week is not a quick thing. And it denies ourselves pleasures to force it to be so. Yeah, and that's what's good about it, see, because, like, uh, I know somebody who, a very well-educated woman, I won't say her name, but uh, you actually know her, Hugh, and she wants, she flogs herself through six books a week and feels bad about herself if she doesn't. Wow. And, you know, it's impressive, by the way. And she reads good books, too. And she said, how many books do you read a week? And I said, you know, I don't really read a book every week. She said, you don't? Wow, what's wrong? You know, that, she couldn't believe it. But the truth is, pick some good books. And, you know, my teacher, Harry Jaffa, always said, you can only really pick three. <laughs> and, you know, Homer is not one of my three, by the way. But pick that. And, and you know, I can tell you something. If you read Homer with attention, you will never forget it, and it will be your friend till the day you die. Now, what about, though, it is, as you mentioned, it is poetry. This is a completely different form, even to people who are seasoned readers who consume a lot, and reading it out loud is, I, I thought you might say that, but but it's also, you've got to learn how to, to read through poetry. Mm-hmm. And that's practice, right? Just go do it. And, uh, it, it, uh, it's very absorbing. It should be quiet and not distracted where you do it, although my daughter, who's an Aristotle scholar, says she does her best writing at the kitchen table when she's home and everybody's talking. Oh, that's impossible. There are she's, people who are like that. She's a mutant. She's come from she a different is, planet. I wonder who her dad is. Yeah. <laughs> Tell- uh, you know, but she's, uh, so, I, yeah, I, it, 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 but if you start, I mean, I'll read you the opening of it if you want me to. Please. If you start, it's really good. And uh, and then just keep at it for a while, and you'll find out that it's very good, you know. There's a scene. Maybe it'd be better if I read you this little bit. Um, the, the, the Iliad, which I think is mostly what we're going to talk about today, is the story of the Trojan War, which apparently really did, darn it, happen. <laughs> and you know, there's that's recent knowledge because they found Troy and they've been excavating it, and there are things that come together that make them make you think that uh, that it really did happen just like this. Now, the, the Trojan War. Do you mean to tell you what happened? Yes. It. Uh, I can tell you pretty quick. Um, first of all, it starts with a fight among the gods, uh, and they end up giving rise to. A, a mortal child, Achilles, who's the hero, and the gods are, and they're fighting, and the gods even, they even decide to let there be a really big war so a bunch of humans will get killed. And they're sort of on sides. Some of the gods like the Trojans, and some of the, the gods like the Greeks. Paris, who's a Trojan prince, judges a contest among three gods, and he picks Aphrodite, and she gives him something. You get to seduce the most beautiful woman in the world, whoever that happens to be. And it turns out to be Helen, the wife 
of a Greek or Mycenaean king. Uh, Menelaus is his name, and his brother is Agamemnon. And so darn if he doesn't carry off Helen. And the Greeks go get her. And and all of that I just told you, and the whole first nine years of a ten-year war, none of that's in Homer, in the Iliad. <laughs> that's all just known at the time. The Iliad, the 24 books of the Iliad, take place in a, in a few weeks of the last year of the war. And don't include, by the way, the conclusion with the Trojan horse. It's, you see, it's remarkable. When you open it for the first time and you walk in and Achilles is raging, you have no idea unless you gotten that little summary. When we come back, uh, Dr. Arn, for our last segment, I, I want to do two things. I-, I would like you to give us a little summary of the role of the gods in literature like this, whether they are believed at the time to exist as they act and what their, what their relationship is to the characters. And then number two, those segments that you want to tease people into, and then we'll let people know what they ought to read for next week if they want to be up to speed. Don't go anywhere, America, except perhaps over to HughHewitt.com or go to HughForHillsdale.com or directly to the website of Hillsdale Edu. I hope you will also begin to note. And send me what you think about this, Hugh at HughHewitt.com, uh, because I, we're going to be doing this all year long, and, and I believe it's going to be to your and my great benefit. Uh, and let me know if you agree. I'll be right back on The Hugh Hewitt Show.